888-835-2414. This is the Leslie Samuel Show. Welcome to another episode of the Leslie Samuel Show, the podcast for creators like you who want to have an impact while building a successful online business. No, I'm not talking about one of those businesses that's going to fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from IamLeslieSamuel.com, where we're changing the world one post at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 381, I'm going to be talking about a book that I'm writing. Yes, I'm writing a book and I want your feedback. Here's why. You know, I've hesitated to write a book for a long time. I've always said that I wouldn't write one unless I feel compelled to do it. I've heard it said that writing a book is as painful as childbirth and while I've never given birth to a child, it's just not something that I, you know, I would want to volunteer myself for unless absolutely necessary. But over the last year, especially the last few months, the idea kept coming up. I feel like I have a story that I'm compelled to share because there are many people who can benefit from that story. So I hired a book coach and we started working together. One of my assignments is to share what I have so far and get your feedback. So the book idea I've been working on, that's what we're going to be talking about today. What is up? What is up? I hope you are having an amazing day. And if your day isn't amazing, I hope that by the end of this episode, I mean, maybe even right now, I hope you got a smile on your face. <laughs> because if you do, that'll make me feel so much better about myself. Yeah, just it, it just will. Anyhow, we are talking about a book. A book that I am writing. And the reason for me sharing this with you is... And, and I really mean this. This is, this is like a part of an assignment that I have. I want your feedback. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of share where this is coming from. And then I'm going to share what the book is about. I'm actually going to walk you through what we have for the book so far. And I want to get your input. So please... If you care about anything that I do online and you want to see a book that has an impact uh, that, that can reach people and, and change lives, please do me this favor. Give me your feedback. All right. Now, before we talk about the actual content of the book, I want to give you a little bit. <laughs> I, want to, I want to tell you a little bit about my history with books. Now, some of this is going to sound a little surprising to some of you maybe because of my background and you know me being a professor in my previous life and all that good stuff but anyhow as a child I hated reading <laughs> I absolutely hated reading in fact I was a terrible student I didn't like to read you know, I remember in my my last year of high school we were required to read a whole lot of books now this is not like America this is St. Martin and in St. Martin, at the time, we had uh, Dutch, we had English, we had Spanish, and we had French. So I was required to read 15 Dutch books, 12 English books, 8 French books, and 8 Spanish books. And then I had to write a report on all of these books, and I had to do an oral defense in high school in the language to show that I read the book answer questions about these Spanish books in Spanish and these French books in French and these Dutch books 
in Dutch and these English books in English. And once you're in the room, you can only speak that language. Now, I didn't read the books. Um, of the 43 books, I only read one. And that one book had 48 pages. Now, needless to say, I didn't do very well. The, 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 the exams didn't turn out too well. I remember I got a 2.3, uh, so a 23% a, a in English for that exam and a 32% in, in Dutch. And the only reason I remember that is because it's, it's the, the same number backwards. <laughs> Anyhow, I didn't do, uh, books were not my friend until later on in college. You see, in college, I actually started reading books. Like my first real book, my first not 43, I mean 48 page long book, I read in college. I know, I know, that, that sounds crazy. But then I started reading these books that took me on an interesting journey. It started with one book. It was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And that book opened my eyes up to a different world. And then I read another book, um, uh, The 4-Hour Workweek. And then from there, it went to a bunch of other business books and then mindset books. And, and from there, the rest is history. If I had never read those books, I would have never been doing what I am doing today. Books have literally, literally changed my life for the better. And I knew that if and when I write one, it had to be because I couldn't not write it. Couldn't not. That's like a double, double negative. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I, it's because I feel compelled to write a book. So I've never done it. I've seen my friends do it, but I've always said, no, it's not for me. Not right now. I am not compelled. Now, over the last few months, there's been a lot of changes that have been taking place in the world, but also in my business. And I've, I've made a, 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 a conscious effort to go deeper. I shut down my coaching club. I focused on one-on-one -on -one coaching, and now I'm doing group coaching. But I'm going deeper with fewer people. And in this process, something has been happening inside of me. Um, my story that I've been telling for a while... Um, it's been, it's been hitting me that that needs to be heard. Um, last year I was at an event. I was emceeing that event and I met a guy and he said that he was a, a, a book coach and I felt compelled to reach out to him. I reached out to him. We had a conversation and what he pulled out of me in that conversation about my story and what I wanted to share, what I had to share with the world it made me look at what it made me look at this in a way where it almost it felt like okay now i have to write a book not that i want to write a book well which i do but that's not the main thing i feel like i have to write that book now my why actually extends beyond that because as you know, right, um, uh, when, I, when I, I wanted to become a university, well, maybe you don't know. So let me not say as you know, because you may not know. Uh, I wanted to become a university professor, but I gave up on that job. I wanted to teach advanced level biology. Um, and, and 
I gave up on it because I didn't want to do the PhD. Instead, I started my blog, my biology blog. And when I started my biology blog, that just took off. And that biology blog landed me a dream job, my dream job as a university professor. It was the biology blog, the YouTube videos. It was what I was doing online that landed me that dream job. And the reality is this. I created my way to that job. And if I can do that, you can also create your way into your dream job, amazing opportunities. Uh, and it may not be a dream job. It may be to build your online business. It may be to create something awesome, whatever. The premise of this book is that you have the ability to create something that can change your life and change your world. Now, when I think about my why behind writing this book, and this is, I, I got to give you this background because it's important stuff for me. You know, I grew up on St. Martin, 32 square mile island. Um, at the age of 17, I moved to the U.S. Things didn't go well in school, but, you know, eventually it turned around. Um, and part of the reason why it turned around was because of the books that I, I read. Now, there was one thing that was, like, glaringly obvious to me. I had read so many books, and those books have had such a significant impact on me. However, I have yet to re read one of those books. Like, I, I have not. I'm, of the, I can't even tell you how many business and mindset and motivational books I've read that have had such a significant impact on my life. But not one of them, not one of them was written by someone that looks like me. Now, this is not very this is not really that important for me personally. But the reality is there are so many little Leslies. There are so many little Leslies, so many little island boys in St. Martin and all throughout the world, really, that they don't have any book that they can open up and read and they can't and they see that wait this the person that read this book is like me is just like me because what that does is it makes it so that they see that it's possible for them to accomplish something awesome and i want to provide that for them there's no, there's no black or Caribbean version of a Tim Ferriss, Robert Kiyosaki, or Napoleon Hill that I know of. Maybe you can show me one. Now, some of you may be listening to this and, oh, man, he's playing the race card. I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care that that's what you're thinking. And here's why. Because what I am talking about right now is not necessarily for you. I am talking about little Leslie, the 17-year-old innocent, well, no, no, not innocent, sorry. The 17-year-old <laughs> bright-eyed, bushy-tailed little dude coming to America trying to, to, to just have, have fun, 
at that stage in my life, the reality is I wish there was a Leslie Samuel that had gone before me that, you know, whether it's I come to the school and somebody else that I met come come by me and like, hey, get to know me and mentors me and all that good stuff to help me to avoid the things that I messed up with at that time. There was no one. There's no book that I could read that did that for me. Because kids from my background don't have books to read from people like them showing them that they can accomplish amazing things. And maybe you're thinking, wait, no, there's this one person that has done that. Please let me know who they are because I have not seen them. Because that little 17-year-old Leslie needs that book. And because that book does not exist, I want to do that. Now, this, this book is not just for that that 17-year-old version of Leslie. Quite frankly, this book is also for you. If you are listening to this podcast, it's because, hey, you want to have an impact on the world. You want to put your ideas out there in a form that makes sense so that you can attract an audience, so that you can share your message, so that you can build your business, so that you can you know, uh, open up opportunities and speak and, 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 and sell your products and all that good stuff. And if that's you, You will benefit from this book as well. I just get very passionate when I talk about my people, the the little Leslie, the little, and and I'm thinking about specific people on my island right now and specific names, young kids, family members, and friends that I want them to have that book. Does that make sense? Do you get me? Do you feel me? On that, I don't care what background you're coming from. Does that make sense for you? Now, I said I want your feedback. I want your feedback on this too. This isn't the content of the book as yet. We're going to talk about that now. But I want your feedback on that concept. Is that significant to you? And what do you think about it? Please give me your feedback. So on that note, I'm going to share with you what I have for the book so far, I feel like it's missing something and it's still a work in, pro- well, no, it's missing a whole lot. It's still a work in pro- progress. Um, we are working on it right now and I would love to incorporate your feedback. So before I um, tell you the chapters and what we're going to be doing, what we're thinking about doing, I want you, I would love for you, when you finish this episode, come back to, I am lessysamuel.com slash 381 or just the, just look for uh, the podcast episode uh, with the title, I'm writing a book and I need your help. <laughs> and I would love for you to give me your opinion on that, on, on, on all of what I'm sharing today. Okay, so let's talk about the book itself. All right, let's get into it. This is how the book is going to start. The book is going to start in the office of the chair of the department where I applied to get that job as a university professor. Now, job as a university. <laughs> job as a university professor. And I want to I paint the picture for you. And this is the p- picture that I'm going to paint. I applied for this job, but I am not qualified. 
And I'm not saying that to sound cute. No, I was not qualified. You need a PhD for this job or a doctor of physical therapy degree. I have neither. It's to teach anatomy. I've never, that's your main job. I've never taken anatomy. I was unqualified for this job. But I go into his office and he asks me, you know, okay, so uh, why are you here basically? Um, And I told him I applied for the job. And I know that on paper, I'm not qualified. And in reality, I'm not qualified. But I wanted to show him something that I was working on. And when I was talking to him, he had his arms crossed and he was kind of sitting back. And um, I asked him if I could show him something I was working on. And he said, OK, sure. He takes me I, I, he takes me to his computer. He sits down and I pull up my website, my biology website, and I started showing him the site and the structure and some of the videos that were there. And I could see him go from kind of leaning back, arms folded, uh, arms crossed, to kind of leaning in and watching the website. And then he looked at me and he said, hey, can I can I um, check some stuff out? And I said, yeah, sure. He takes the mouse and he starts browsing around the website. And you could tell that he's getting kind of impressed and excited. And there was a moment that happened right there. He pointed at, he looked at, he turned around. And I was above his shoulder. And he pointed at me and he said, you? And then he pointed at the computer and said, created this? And I said, yes. At that moment, everything changed. Because this thing that I created opened up a door that would have never been opened. And he said, he got up excited. He said, hey, you know what? You weren't even going to get an interview. But what I want to do with you right now is take you around to meet all the people on the, on, uh, on the committee so that they can have a name to put with the face. And he took me around and he introduced me to all the people on this committee. And when he was introducing, introducing me, he was, it sounded as if he was introducing his long lost son that he was so proud of. He said, hey, this is Leslie Samuel. He's applying for the job. He has this amazing website with all these videos of physiology and this and that. And, and I, I, I felt like I had my marketing person right there there (laughs) saying all these amazing things and it's because I made the decision to create something and that thing that I created opened all the doors all right that is the introduction I want to talk you through some of the chapters that I have Um, first first thing after that so the first chapter or after the introduction It's called the goal behind the goal. What I'm encouraging you to do is find the goal behind the goal. I wanted to be a university professor, but what was the goal beyond that? Is it that I wanted to just be a university professor? No, it's that I wanted to teach biology at a high level. I wanted to teach those classes at a high level and help students that were struggling with understanding these complicated concepts, help them have those light bulb moments where what was, what, what was unclear at first now it makes sense. Now they understand how the, new, the neuron function and the nervous system and all these different things. That is what I was going for. That was the goal behind the goal. It was not just being a university professor. It was facilitating those light bulb moments for the students that I would work with. All right? 
Now, that, of course, is going to play into some of the later chapters because once you know the goal behind the goal, go for that. And for me, in that case, it was creating those videos that did exactly that thing that I wanted to accomplish. So number one, the goal behind the goal. Number two, find your mentors. And I put mentors in quotation marks because it's really about finding the the kind of people that are already doing some of the things that you want to do and then dissecting how they did it. Uh, and, and I'd go into detail on how to find those people and, and, and how to analyze what they're doing. What are their websites looking like? What, what kind of experience do they have? Uh, what, what actions have they taken? How are they promoting themselves? How are they marketing themselves? Because you can get so much information by researching these kinds of people. And I'll take them through a step-by-step process on how to find and research these people. All right? That is the next one. The next step is learn the gatekeepers. All right. Um, there, there is someone, and most likely there are multiple someones. There are people that you have to get past on the way to becoming what you want to be, on the way to getting where you want to get. In my case... It was the department chair. Now, as I got to know who this person was, I knew that one of the things that he was very excited about is whoever got that next job had to have some tech skills. They needed to know how to bring technology into the classroom and teach using tech and all that good stuff. And because I understood that, I was able to show him that, you know what, these things that you're looking at, I know, yes, you say the qualifications of all the the, the PhD and the DPT and all that good stuff, but the thing that you're really looking for is you're looking for someone that can kind of take things to the next level when it comes to technology and all that good stuff, and that is something that I shine at. Does that make sense? So learn the gatekeepers. In this process, I'm going to show you how to identify those gatekeepers and then how to to get to know them so that you can see what they are really looking for so that you can use that to get yourself in the door. All right? That's number three. Number four. And this is something that, man, this has been so real at every stage in my development. Do more than you know how to do. Wait, 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 wait. How are you going to do more than you, do, you, you know how to do, right? Here's the thing. Along this journey, you have to push yourself to do more than you know how to do. And the way you do that is by learning how to do the things that are more than you know how to do. Let me give you an example. I was invited to MC at an event. And I've never emceed before. I didn't really know how to emcee, but I agreed to do it. And you know what I did? On the way to emceeing, I bought a book that showed me how to emcee, like a step-by-step approach. And by the end of that book, I knew how to do it. And then I went and I killed it. 
And there have been so many times along the, road, the, the way where, you know, I don't know how to create these kinds of videos. So those are the kind of videos that I'm going to create. And in order to do that, I'm going to have to take a course. I'm going to have to read a book. I'm going to have to do whatever the case might be to do more than I know how to do. And when you do that, you're constantly growing. So this chapter is all about saying yes before you're ready and pushing yourself basically stepping outside that comfort zone. And I'll in this chapter, I'll go through how to determine what are those things that you have to do that are more than you know how to do and kind of outline a process for that. Number five, understand your unique value proposition. Now, this is something we've heard a whole lot about, uh, but the reality is you have something special. You have something that makes you unique. It sets you apart from everybody else. This is, this is the kind of stuff that gets you noticed and the kind of stuff that the gatekeepers that we identified before, uh, the kind of stuff that will make you stand out for them. All right? That's your unique value proposition. So I'm going to kind of walk you through a process of how to identify what your unique value proposition is, the thing that you are really good at. And, and, and like for me, just as an example, I came to realize that what I'm really good at is taking very complex information and making it so simple that even a child can understand it. <laughs> that's, why, that's, what I, that's my unique skill. How do you identify your unique skill so that you can you can stand out from the crowd. And in that chapter, I'm going to take you through a process of determining what that is so that you can leverage it. And then the next step, step number six, create your platform. All right? Now, this is after we've done all this other stuff, right? We've, we've, we, we identify the goal behind the goal. We found our mentors and we start analyzing what they're doing. We're looking at the gatekeepers that, that, that are between us and our goals and what they are looking for. We're, 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 we're coming at it from a perspective of doing more than we know how to do. We understand what our unique value proposition is. We create our platform. That is number six. This is where I get very tactical. How do you set up your website, your, your, your social media platforms, whether, it's, whether you're going to be creating a podcast or a YouTube channel and all that good stuff? I'm going to give clear and direct instructions on how to do it, how to look professional, how to not get overwhelmed by this part of the process. All right? That's what, that's, that's what we're going to get into in step six or chapter six. Chapter seven. Once we've created that platform, now we have to start creating the content. Um, and, and, and we'll go through a process of figuring out what kind of content you want to, you need to create. We're going to look at what kind of content your potential audience is looking for. And I'm going to show you how to find and identify not just who those, the, the, the people are, but where they are hanging out and doing the kind of research that you need to do in order to know what kind of content to create. All right. So we'll dive deep into knowing how to know what content to create and then how to create that content. 
All right, so we have our platform. We're creating that content. Number eight, we deepen the relationship. And this has different parts to the deepening of the relationships, right? Because you're creating the content, you're putting it out there and all that good stuff. And now people are getting exposed to your stuff. How do you take that to the next level? How do you create your funnel? And when I say funnel, I'm not just talking about a a sales funnel. I'm talking about a relationship funnel. How do you serve your audience at these different levels so that the relationship gets deeper and deeper and deeper? And of course, in that process, as you deepen those relationships, that can result in business for you. So we're basically taking about, talking about the funnel, but we're talking about it more from the perspective of the relationship. Number nine, recruit others. This is where you are kind of reaching out and finding people that can help you to accomplish your goal. So I remember um, when I started my, my biology blog and I wanted to get it out there, I, made a, uh, I, I got a spreadsheet and I filled out this spreadsheet with 86 different websites and blogs and so on that I wanted to connect with so that I could, um, uh, uh, you know, well, quite frankly, so that some of them can link to me. But the problem is that when most people go about doing this, they go about doing this the wrong way. It's all about what you can do for them. And how I approached it was, here's what I would love to do to serve you. And I'll go through that process and explain the the, the processes that I've used and also that others are using to make that a reality. Number 10 is, is an extension of this one, and that is, collaboration because the the reality is that without collaborations I would not be where I am today um, it can be so beneficial and it has been beneficial for me to go to events and um, whether live or virtual uh, getting on other people's podcasts and collaborating with them having them on my podcast um, and creating things together collaboration is powerful because it's a part of you know building credibility but it's also a way that you can grow along with others and you can leverage others and they can leverage you chapter 11 keep learning that should be self-explanatory right Um, but (laughs) we're talking about achieving your goals now this is one of those chapters that has been so significant for me. Because what, in a lot of industries, what you find is people, they, 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 they tend to try to strive to reach a certain level. And the approach that I take is, no, I am, the, the, what I'm trying to do is grow. So never stop learning. And I'll talk about some of the things that you can do to continue to learn so that you can continue to get better. The fact is, social media is constantly changing. Even how you blog is changing. There's so many developments that are coming that it can seem overwhelming. Well, how do you, how do you continue to grow in that environment? You have to keep learning. And I'll take you through a process for doing that. And the last chapter is going to be on how to take all of this stuff. Because yes, a lot of the people that are going to be reading this are going to be reading it because maybe they want to land their dream job. But I think even more, 
would love to build a business. So the last chapter is going to be on how to build a business around your platform. This is where I, 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 I talk about, you know, how do you make money online? How do you do those kinds of things? And how do you leverage the platform that you've created in order to, 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 to build a business? And to build a business, not one that's going to fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing, but one that's going to thrive no matter what gets thrown, it, thrown at it. And we'll go into exactly how to build this so that you can make money from it. And those are the chapters. That's it. Now, this is your turn. Now, this it's not one of those podcast episodes where I'm just sharing information with you um, just so that you can have that information and go and do something about it on your own. No, I need your feedback. So please, if you have gotten any value from what I've done, I would appreciate it because I want to I use your feedback because I want that 17-year-old version of myself to have an amazing book. What did I miss? What do you love? What do you not love? What should I change? Just any ideas. Please, please become a blogger. I mean, oh man. <laughs> I am LeslieSamuel.com slash 381. Let, leave a comment with your thoughts. If you're more comfortable sharing it privately, fri- privately send me an email at Leslie at becomeablogger.com. Woo! Yeah. Hey, if you'd like to support this show, I'd love it if you can head on over to the Apple Podcast app and leave a review. That really helps to bring more credibility and visibility to the podcast. So, And even more, it makes me smile. And I like to smile. <laughs> so please head on over and you can leave that review. That would make me very happy. That's it for now. This is Leslie Samuel here from IamLeslieSamuel.com where we're changing the world one post at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. Eight, 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 three, four.